Hey everyone, it's Pacific. Just a few quick announcements and then this week's episode. First, uh, it's my birthday this week. Uh, tomorrow, if you're listening to this on release date, yesterday, if you're listening to this on Thursday, and an indeterminate time in the past, if you're listening any time other than those two days. Uh, July 21st, that is. To celebrate my birthday, we're doing two things. The first is on Thursday, we're uploading an old Patreon episode to our public feed, so stay tuned for that. And the second is we've teamed up with SCP, the tabletop RPG. Because after all, there is no gift better than giving. So this week, we want to give 100 listeners a 40% off code for the standard color hardback of SCP, the tabletop RPG. How far are you willing to go to save humanity? Is there a cost that's too high? These are the questions the SCP Foundation has to ask themselves on a daily basis. SCP The Tabletop RPG allows you to take on the role of Foundation members to help secure, contain, and protect various anomalies across the globe. SCP The Tabletop RPG was successfully funded on Kickstarter earlier this year, and now you can get your own physical or digital copies on DriveThruRPG and Amazon.com. The book is 292 pages long, full of original SCP artwork, descriptions, and game stats. And the best part, like I said before, the first 100 listeners to visit tinyurl.com slash scpdiscount can get the standard color hardback 40% off. Again, that's tinyurl.com forward slash scpdiscount. You can also check our show notes for the special discount and also a link to the book on RPG and amazon.com. I'm super excited about this because I'm a huge tabletop RPG nerd, and I love SCP. And if you do, I think you'll love this book too. And now, this week's episode. Warning. The Foundation database is classified. Unauthorized access will result in detainment. Within this archive, you'll find the procedures, descriptions, and accounts of the most notorious anomalies we've encountered to date. Secure, contain, protect. Item number SCP-3890. Object class, Keter. Special containment procedures. Due to the nature of SCP-3890 and my current situation, I am unable to enact containment procedures. For the time being, I will focus my efforts on exploring SCP-3890 and the anomalous phenomena it displays. Description. SCP-3890 is a potentially extra-dimensional or extraterrestrial space which I, Dr. Elizabeth Graham, was somehow transported to from Site-22 on February 17th, 2016. At the time, I was transporting template documentation for the containment of several other SCP items, but I do not believe that they are related to this anomaly. Similarly, I am uncertain as to whether I was transported here due to my involvement with the Foundation. 
In terms of geography, SCP-3890 takes the form of a seemingly infinite desert plain with ruins of differing architectural design poking out through the sand. I have noted the presence of buildings of modern design, along with what appear to be ruins of ancient Roman and Erikishan structures. Exploration of these structures has shown that they are mostly empty. I am unsure whether this is by design or if they were looted at some point in the past, perhaps by a specimen of SCP-38901. SCP-3890, from what I can tell, goes through a solar cycle identical to that of Earth. Perhaps this location is not extra-dimensional or extraterrestrial, but some location on the Earth that remains hidden. Perhaps through some form of anti-mimetic camouflage. It's warm during the day and cold during the night, nonetheless, but never to an uncomfortable degree. In that way, it is very much unlike an actual desert. SCP-38901 is my collective designation for the humanoid entities that wander through SCP-3890. They do not respond to any stimuli, and as far as I've been able to tell, simply walk around without a specific destination. I've observed several of them simply walking in circles around buildings. Is there meaning to this behavior, or are they simply unintelligent? At this point, I cannot be sure. Like the buildings, specimens of SCP-38901 appear to originate from a range of locations and times, some modern, some ancient. I've recovered a knife from the pocket of an SCP-38901 specimen so I can defend myself to a limited degree if necessary. Additionally, specimens of SCP-38901 do not defend themselves when attacked. Autopsy of one specimen has shown no differences between the anatomy of SCP-38901 and normal human beings. To my mind, there are two possibilities here. Specimens of SCP-38901 are entities which have been created to resemble humans. Their mindless nature is the result of an imperfect creation. Specimens of SCP-38901 are humans, which have been mentally altered in some way to rob them of their faculties. So far, it appears that individuals within SCP-3890 do not experience hunger or thirst. I have been here for three days thus far, and feel pretty much the same as I did when I first arrived. I cannot be certain, however, whether I no longer need food and water or simply believe I do not. As I've come by no food here except SCP-38901, I very much hope the former is the case. Item number SCP-38902. Object class, Keter. Special Containment Procedures Due to my current circumstances, containment of SCP-38902 is not possible. I must be cautious at all times and watch for the presence of SCP-38902. At the first sign that something I am approaching is not as it appears, I will retreat from the area immediately. Description SCP-38902 is a living entity of varying shape and size, which resides in SCP-3890. I am uncertain as to whether SCP-3890-2 originates here 
or if it was transported here at some point in the same way I was. From what I've observed of its behavior, it appears to be some form of predator. SCP-38902 is currently hunting me. I first encountered the entity shortly after writing down my initial observations of SCP-3890. It snuck up behind me while I was resting and got me while I wasn't paying attention. I was knocked unconscious by its attack and woke up several hours later during the night. It has attacked me several times since that first encounter, with several hours between each attack. SCP-38902 has the ability to, as far as I can tell, mimic any object. So far, I've seen it disguise itself as a specimen of SCP-38901, a piece of loose documentation, a star in the sky, a building on the horizon, a fly, a patch of dirt on my leg. Right now, I cannot be sure whether SCP-38902 is simply fooling my brain into perceiving it as these things, or whether it does actually become them. Once I approach the thing SCP-38902 is mimicking, it, for lack of a better word, unfolds before striking at me. Its true form is difficult to describe, as it is constantly shifting and warping in on itself. The closest thing I can describe it as is black origami, folding and unfolding, stretching and compressing. SCP-38902 uses amnesticization as a form of attack. While it has not injured me physically thus far, I have lost all memory of significant chunks of my childhood and early adulthood. I can no longer recall which high school I went to or what my first job was. My current hypothesis is that, as an entity, it feeds upon memory. The specimens of SCP-38901 are people who were brought here in the past. They fell victim to SCP-38902 and lost all memory. With what I've seen here, this is the only conclusion I can reach. Item number SCP-3890. Object class, Keter. Special containment procedures. Periodically, I am to note down all vital memories so as to preserve a written record in the event that they are erased by SCP-38902. I am to watch for its presence at all times. Currently, I am taking refuge in what looks like a modern bank located within SCP-3890. There are corpses of a family here. They committed suicide. I cannot deny that this seems like a better option than wandering SCP-3890 for eternity. I am to kill anything that attempts to enter my shelter. I can't risk letting SCP-38902 in. I don't think it's here yet. I tested the corpses. Description. I have lost all memories of how I came to be employed by the Foundation. I know that I'm a Foundation researcher with level 3 clearance, but I simply cannot recall how I came to be in this position. Many of the SCP objects I worked with are also missing from my memory. I can tell there is a hole there, but I just don't know what was there before. 
No matter what I do, SCP-38902 sneaks up on me. It's simply too difficult to avoid while making my way through SCP-3890. The thing can be a grain of fucking sand. I had hoped to reach an end to SCP-3890 if I walked far enough, but I can see now that that just isn't happening. It's not much of a surprise. I've heard of plenty of spaces that go on forever over my years, decades in the Foundation. Realms of infinite ice, infinite water, infinite potatoes. I suppose I've just been unlucky enough to find myself in a realm of infinite desert. Even if it's not infinite, I would never make it to the end. The mimic would empty me out far before then. I don't think I'm getting out of here. You hear horror stories about things that have happened to other researchers, how they end up, but those are always things that happen to other people. Cautionary tales. I guess I'm a cautionary tale now, even if I don't know what I did wrong. Even now, I can't stop looking at the bricks, the windows. Any of them could be SCP-38902. Hell, my shoes could be SCP-38902. I can't remember the last time I let go of my knife. It's stained red now from testing the corpses. The sun's going down. I can't allow myself to fall asleep. 38902 will come in without a doubt if I do. I don't have to eat. I don't have to drink. But I still have to sleep. This place is designed for the mimic's benefit. It can hunt its prey to its heart's content without them dying of thirst and starvation. Is this an enclosure, maybe? Some kind of sick game? My name is Elizabeth Graham. My name is Elizabeth Graham. My name is Elizabeth Graham. I can't forget that now. This page is my memory. I can hear something crying outside. I don't know what's going to happen to me. Hey everyone, Pacific here with a quick ad break. And a reminder, we have ad-free and bonus episodes available at patreon.com slash scp underscore pod and on apple podcasts where you can subscribe to all midnight disease shows for just 750 a month and now back to the show item number scp 3890 object class keter special containment procedures Myself and Tony are to remain within our current shelter at all times. We have agreed on a password system to confirm our identities to each other. We are to sleep in shifts and watch for the mimic at all times. Description. The crying was a child. Tony, 10 years old. Not the mimic. The mimic can't speak. It just attacks silently. According to Tony, he was walking home from the playground when he was transported here. It's a similar story to mine. Is there some connection with traveling and being taken to this place, or is that part just a coincidence? Perhaps the mimic somehow changes our destination to this place en route, metaphysically, I mean. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Or maybe I do, and I forgot. 
Tony is asleep right now. We've barely spoken. Of course, the kid is traumatized, but I almost forgot how it feels not to be alone, not to be hunted. Well, we're still being hunted, of course, but now we're being hunted together. Now we can get us both. Now we can watch for it together. Our chances of survival have doubled. Survival isn't the thing we're fighting for, of course. The mimic doesn't want to kill us, just empty out our heads. I don't even know if people age here. How long have the other people, the wandering ones, been here? Years? Decades? Centuries? I should have examined them more closely before hiding myself away in some bank. <laughs> I'm a doctor, for God's sake, even if I can't remember all my training. My name is Dr. Elizabeth Graham. My name is Dr. Elizabeth Graham. My name is Dr. Elizabeth Graham. I have this memory from childhood still. Everything around it is gone, but it's sort of floating free, devoid of context. I'm visiting a woman in a hospital. I think it's a hospital. And I think it's a woman I know, a close relative. My mother or my grandmother, I think. And I go to visit her. I'm just a kid, 12, I think. And she doesn't know who I am at all. I don't remember what happened before that or after. I do remember thinking that that was the worst thing in the world. <laughs> was that why it brought me here? <laughs> the mimic? Because it knew this would be something I'd hate the most. I know it must be intelligent, but is it sadistic as well? I'll ask Tony tomorrow if he has a similar memory. Then, hopefully, I'll be a little closer to working out the rules of this place. Whatever's going on here, I'm going to beat it. If you're reading this, you fucker, I'm going to beat you. Item number S. CP. Object class. Object class. Special containment procedures. My special containment procedures is Dr. Elizabeth Grant and my grandmother, maybe? From what I've seen so far, Tony, 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 and the Arakishin Bank. Devoid of context, grain of sand, floating free, a patch of dirt on my brain. I am to kill anything. Description. My name is Dr. Elizabeth Graham. My name is Dr. Elizabeth Graham. My name is Dr. Elizabeth Graham. In terms of geography, SCP-38902 has the ability to, as far as I can tell, mimic any object. It's simply too difficult to avoid while making my way through all my training. Still, so far, I've seen it disguise me as Dr. Elizabeth Graham. Dr. Elizabeth Graham. Dr. Elizabeth Graham. Foundation. Dr. Elizabeth Graham. SCP-38901 is my collective designation for the autopsy of one specimen of SCP-38902. SCP-38902 uses significant chunks of my childhood and early adulthood as a form of attack. It's not much of a surprise. My name is Dr. Elizabeth Graham. 
I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Or maybe I do, and I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. The Mimic doesn't want to kill us. Just empty out our SCP-3890. I will retreat from the area immediately. Currently, I am the corpses of Dr. Elizabeth Graham. I am Dr. Elizabeth Graham. The crying was Dr. Elizabeth Grant, not Tony. Everything around it is gone, but it's sort of floating, free, devoid of context. That was the worst thing in the world. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. I have noted the presence of an infinite desert. There's no way out of here, darling. Item number SCP-3890. Object class, Keter. Special containment procedures. I am going to kill the mimic. Description. I woke up this morning. Tony was gone. He was the mimic. It was smarter than I thought, I guess. I was stupid. I should have seen this coming, but I was desperate and it knew it. <laughs> All it left was some scrawled document and a hole in my head the shape of my name. My name is... I don't know what my name is. <laughs> I fear I've underestimated the mimic. I keep going back to read my name because I know I wrote it down earlier, but the second after I read it, I forget it again. It's not just erasing the memory. I can no longer retain the information at all. It's gone forever. As for the document it left, it was another set of containment procedures. For what organization? They're the only paper I've seen out here anyway. The whole thing is in my handwriting. It's learning to mimic me. It can't get the thought process down, but... It's getting better at it. The real Tony is probably wandering around this place somewhere, emptied out years ago. Is that why it's let me keep going this long, instead of just finishing me off? Keeping its reference material around? I look at my hands and I can see how old they are, but I don't remember the years. I don't even know what fucking year it is now. How long have I been here anyway? When did I get here? What was the date? It's back there in the first thing I wrote, but I can't fucking remember it. I'm not getting out of here. Why am I even writing these? Chances are nobody will ever read them. Of course, no doubt some bullshit skip will end up spitting out these documents for some stupid test at some point, but who cares? They'll be long gone. Keeping hopeful is a force of habit, though, I guess. But I'm not just going to sit here hoping some magic bullshit team is going to pop out of a portal and save me. I'm going to fucking kill that thing. I'm not running away from some origami fucker that can't get the better of me without pretending to be a building or a bug or a little fucking kid. I'm going to kick it shit in. Fuck you. Fuck you. I have my knife still. Unless there's some guns out here, I'm as equipped as I'm ever going to be. Run, fucker. I'm on my way, and I sure as hell remember how to use a knife. <sighs> Item number. Object class. Neutralized. Special containment procedures. I won't be leaving this place. Description. 
done. I walked for miles, I think. Kilometers, whatever, who fucking cares? Before it came for me. It was disguised as a cloud this time. And I turned around just as it unwrapped itself like a Christmas present. It doesn't have drool, of course, but I could feel it salivating. There was one hungry boy. I stabbed it as it came at me, and it squealed like a pig. It was that easy. It jumped back or slid back across the ground, leaving trails in the sand that hurt to look at. It came at me again. I stabbed it, and again, and again. We opened each other up. I filled its body with holes, and it filled my mind with them. There's not much left of me. It writhed on the ground, collapsing in on itself for a few minutes. I kept stabbing it. My hands felt wet, but it didn't bleed. Maybe it wasn't alive in the same way I was. Some metaphysical bullshit, probably. Stab, stab, stab. It died, collapsing into a tiny black ball the size of my thumb. Soft and squishy. I crushed it under my heel. That easy. Why couldn't I have done it before? There would have been so much left of me if I had done it straight away. Maybe I had a reason. It's not like I know anymore. When a bee stings somebody, it dies. Maybe the mimic had something similar. The way it got me right before I finished it off, it feels different. Before, it just took something straight away. Now, I feel like a boat with holes in it. Water rushing in, or leaking out in my case. <laughs> the metaphor doesn't quite work. A boat, like the Titanic. I remember that. I remember the Titanic. The Titanic was a ship that sank after hitting an iceberg, and I forgot something. I can't remember the words above this one. It's all going. I could kill myself right now. I still have the knife. It's not the cleanest way to go, but I could cut my throat and make my exit. But the thing is, I don't want to die. I look at all the people here wandering forever, eyes burnt out from looking up at the sun. And all I can think is that I don't want to die. I can still do it. There's time. So easy. I could just do it. Just do it. I should just, I, I, I. Item number, object class. Special containment procedures. Description. I don't know what these words mean. This week's episode is possible thanks to the support of our patrons. Joining us this week is a huge list of patrons, including Jesse Hartley, Beckman Marino, Andrew Barner, Arrow, David Keeney, Grant Bennett, Riley McPherson, Scott Bryant, Scott Collins, Laura Downing, Nick Haney, 
Big Dog 79, Rebecca Doom, Jacob West Roberts, Vinnie Reed, Ryan, Master Duck, Willie Burgartz, John Payne, Connor Coleman, Lulla Doria, Michael Mokler, Miser Abel, Sarah DeLong, Gamer89Josh, and Alfano Cheese. Thanks, guys. Your support means the world and helps us do what we do. SCP-3890 was written by Tenhoney. This week's narrator was Addison Peacock. Our assistant editors are Jesse Hall and Danny Sweet, and all of our music is done by the incredible Tom Rory Parsons. I'm your sound designer and showrunner, Pacific S. Obadiah, and our producers are Tom Owen and Brad Miska. And this is a bloody disgusting show.